Good morning, everyone. Like we have music this morning. Yeah. Okay. It works. So I hope I need like now to turn on my, uh, my headphones just to be sure that when you're talking, you're not hearing it twice. Okay. Is that working? Yeah. Okay. Great. <laughs> Perfect. So, so good morning, everyone. Welcome with us. So we are still the three musketeers this morning. I'm with Sabrina and Marie Pierre. We're so glad to be with you because on Wednesday, what is great is we are in a different book. We are in a book of Tony Robbins. For those who know him, he's oh my god, just let me close that. Okay, it's not very beautiful at the background. <laughs> So I really love Tony Robbins. I think he's such an inspiration. He has um, established his credibility all over the world for so many years. And let me tell you that since when are we in that book, Marie-Pierre and Sabrina? Do you not remember? I think we started in May. Is that it? In May? Like before, it was before summer, right? Yeah? Okay. So since we started before summer we have not reached the middle of the book okay so yes that is such a rich book with so many examples that tony is giving us and we love it because uh, those examples most of the time are connecting really with us and if you guys remember we have started I think a month a month ago a, a new um, a new chapter we're finished that chapter today and it's all about the vocabulary the transforce transformational vocabulary that we are using day to day not only to talk with people but also with what is that inner discourse that you have with with yourself so I have to begin a, a simple questions just to uh, see if you guys have started your reflection or being a little bit more aware of what you are doing. And Sabrina, did I forget to uh, make you in? Yes. Okay. I just, okay. <laughs> I was, mm, I think I forget something. <laughs> Sorry. A <laughs> lot of stuff to think about. <laughs> so first question that I want to ask you at your work, did you uh, hear some weird expression, something that is unique to your work? I hope you did not hear shake and bake, okay? Because if you guys remember, that was a, a weird one last week. But did you hear some weird expression, something that is unique to uh, the type of work that you're doing? If yes, type that in the chat. Let, let us know what is those weird expression or weird word that maybe you're using that means something for you at work and let us know what it means. Second question that I want to ask you, have you been aware of your own vocabulary? Have you started to go on the inspirational group Les Millionaires des Diamants? Did you have a look to uh, the the post that Marie Pierre did? Okay, with all the words, okay, that you can use with um, that word that you can intensify your um, your emotion, your feeling, or some that you can just like diminish what will be the impact of 
that word. Did you uh, start to understand or watch a little bit more uh, your internal and external vocabulary? What is the word that you're telling yourself, okay? Is that great thing like you're great, you're good, you're super, you can accomplish anything? Or did you still have that habit of saying, oh my God, you're stupid, stop doing that, you should not do that, okay? Wh what is those words, okay? Is, do you see a difference now before and uh, before you did the, the podcast last week and today? And did you see maybe if you have started to use new vocabulary, are you generous of your word with your team, with your husband, with your kids, with your family? Did you start to see maybe a difference in their behavior? So those questions are here to help you reflect about, okay, Am I integrating the stuff that I'm listening or I'm watching to at the podcast? So just take a couple, few seconds or add that to your list today just to reflect, oh, am I, am I integrating? Am I reflecting on it? Am I using those words just to improve myself? Because today we're finishing the chapter, as we said. And yes, we just want to uh, finish that section about how that transformational vocabulary is really, really important to understand. And today we will talk uh, about soften your approach. So because we know that developing our vocabulary make um, also have a, a bigger specter of the word that I can use. It's, I, it allows me also to create different kind of emotion or more specific emotion because we know that the word we are using, okay, and we told that several times, not only for uh, inside of us, okay, what's going on in my head, it has an impact on how I think and how I feel, but I know that it has an impact of the people that surround me, okay? And actually, I don't know how they will react. So I just need to be aware of, okay, if I'm using that type of vocabulary, how that person will react or, okay, at that moment, she react this way. So how can I soften or how can I change the vocabulary? And I thought that the example that we have in that book was really great. It did the difference between I'm worried and I'm concerned. He said that when I'm calling somebody and something's not working and say, I'm worried about that stuff, okay? What the, the, the word worried imply, okay? And that it, impact it can have on people, it, it puts some doubt. It puts some doubt in a person. And sometimes the person can react and say, oh, I feel that you don't have faith in me, don't have faith in my project, that you don't trust me, that I did not sell you that product or help you with that products or that service um, to help you. So the word worried sometimes for some people can be charged, okay, in that um, negative emotion. So how can I sometimes try a different type of vocabulary? And he say, use, I'm concerned. So here he lowered the intensity of, I don't trust you. It's not like I'm worried, but I'm concerned. Can you help me with that? Or, uh, you know, Marie-Pierre talked about using a little bit, 
Okay, so it lowers the intensity. So that can may help people just not only react because when you are in a reaction, actually it's really hard to build and to find a solution here because every part, okay, are not trying to create a relationship, but to justify actually why their position are better than, better than the other person in front of them. So how can I find those words, okay, of one is more intense and the other one is more softener? So if in yourself, okay, or you're talking with people actually and you used to say, oh, you're so stupid, you're so clumsy, or even if you say that to yourself, when you use, okay, those that formulation, you are so clumsy, it, it feels like you attack directly the person. Whoever, like who have ever feel attack when somebody say that something, okay? Like, oh, you're so stupid, or oh, you're so dumb, or oh, you, you, you're so, um, you're so crazy. And in some context, you say, oh, maybe you were fragile a little bit more this day, and you feel, oh, I did not like this, okay? Because I feel attack. I feel it attack me personally. Instead of of saying, I'm getting a little peeve with your behavior. So here, okay, just because you are using a different formulation and like you say a little bit and you're talking about the behavior. And this is uh, here a good tip when you're coaching somebody, I call it like somebody called the sandwich method. I call it the Oreo method, okay, because it's more sweet <laughs> and it's more good. So you always start with something positive. Then in the center, we say we have the negative part, but the part on which we want people to work and finish with the positive one. So here, when you are in that part, okay, that negative part, we say you should use fact. Okay, to describe people. And when you're using fact, you're describing behaviors instead of attacking the person. You do that. Okay. I see that behavior. Okay. And it makes me feel. So that's it. That is a great way just to be sure that you're not attacking a person with your word, but it's just a softener approach that will make open the discussion. And this is what Tony Robbins talk, uh, talks in the book. He say that when you're using that type of vac vocabulary, when you're talking more about behavior instead of talking only about the person as it was a something finished that it can change when you talk about behavior it means that it creates what we call a reality bridge so it's new foundation it's a start where you can work on something and there is uh, people that have used the word in a oh my god i don't know if it's a word demagogical way can i say that okay no it's weird like when we <laughs> yeah go on it, like when we were teaching Would you the, the, explain? Um, I remember I have one um, when I was at, at the university I have one class it was how can I speak to the kids to be sure that I'm bringing them to the next level and they don't see um, when the, they don't are in success as they are not in success, but 
the progression that they have because sometimes it's some the same thing with our, our own kids sometimes when we are using some word they see that they are failing not in this um in mathematics they have more difficulties they see them as failure and not the 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 matière that they are uh, working on um demagogic can be the yeah, in english it's demagogue like is that is that is a good word demagogue d a m a g o g u e demagogue <laughs> i'm saying it in the french way i don't know how to say it in english <laughs> but here what what we need to be careful is when um when you're using the word you cannot use the word to manipulate people okay that's like for instance hitler like this is what he did okay he was using the word but not in the right way okay to reach something that was not a um a noble cause actually and they gave example saddam hussein okay when in uh, iraq when he used to talk about the war he called it the holy war So people feel that they were uh, with something in in hand and they have to fight for, okay? Uh, during the Reagan administration about the mis missile, mis missile, mis the missile, missile, so weird in my mouth, okay? They call it the peacekeeper, but it's mis missile, 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 missile. Ah, uh, sorry, guys. <laughs> and during the Korean War, like they call it the police action. Demag yes, demagogic. Demag demagoguery. Oh, oh. That 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 gives a lot of points at Scrabble, right? Okay. <laughs> demagoguery. Thank you so much, Dorothy. I will try to add that to my vocabulary. So um yeah, like using your word has uh dorothy just said like it's in a demagoguery way oh my god <laughs> i will get it i will get to it sorry guys okay it's you just have to be aware of that okay using our word needs to be done in a way that it gives power to people but it does not mean that you should avoid every time some negative feeling because sometimes real feeling real emotion needs to be addressed it's just that uh human have a tendency okay to go straight to the negative expression even if it's a something so little that did not work and what people is that they are feeling afraid and when they are really angry you can't see the difference so that is how it's so uh, we need to be so careful about what is the vocabulary we are using and about that i was talking to you about uh like you're so dumb you're so uh like when you you feel attacked and this is what we call label and i'm gonna uh, give the microphone to sabrina because she's giving you more stuff about what is a label and how we want to be identified Thank you, JP. And first of all, I just want to thank everyone that already shared the podcast. I saw on Podbean on Facebook that some of you already did it. If you're, if you're not, did not do, 
<laughs> just go share your friend um, and just explain them why you are sharing their podcast because maybe just some word can help them to uh, take a look to the podcast. First of all, yes, they say la label. Label can do a big difference between... Um, uh, it was a hard one. <laughs> okay, good. Um, label can have a lot of emotion. I can give you some word, and I'm sure that it will bring you emotion. If I'm telling you cancer, cancer is linked to an emotion. Uh, if I tell you heart disease, It's linked to an emotion, a sad emotion, a panic for something, someone because maybe you already hear those words from a doctor. So it's really, they said that doctor needs to adapt their vocabulary when they are talking to their uh, patient. And people that are able to manage their emotion have um, better success in their treatment than people that they are not able to manage them, their emotion. So they say they don't have only to talk, but they have to help people to manage emotion. One of the way it's to, um, to change the vocabulary. I know that we cannot say a little, a little cancer because <laughs> it's... <laughs> Because I really love the word little bit of, but a little bit of cancer, it's, it's not a good link that we can do. But people that they don't feel like sick and they decide that it's not definite all their self, they have more success. We have in our business the example of Julie Chaillet that she said that I'm not only the cancer. And she now she is in remission since uh, uh, 10 years. I think that five years of remission, but the cancer, it's more than 10 years. So, but she said, I'm not only like it, it's changing the vocabulary. Uh, there's some word that we have to, to look up. People can define it. I said, cancer do not define it myself. Okay. What are those words that define yourself? What are those words that you say, I want that people see me like that? They say, uh, and I find it really difficult. What are the words you want to be know by? And I ask uh, Jean-Philippe, what is your word? Because I didn't find mine. Uh, no, I find mine, but I don't want that people define me like that. I know that I'm intense. It's, <laughs> it's really defined me, but I don't want that this word, it's the way that people are seeing me. <laughs> but Jean-Philippe, I, I, you find your word. Yeah, it's passionate. Passion. I want people to describe me as somebody that is passionate. So it's the, the, the thing that you have to think this week, what is this word or those words that will define you? That you want to people see you like that. Because if you know those words, 
Dorothy said, okay, I, I, I should be passionate too. Yeah, I think passionate, it's a good way of defining me. <laughs> more, it's more positive than intense uh, because there's a negative connotation with intense. Passionate, it's positive uh, way of presenting it. So find your word. What are, how do you want that people are represent you or seeing you? And I did give an example because everything is linked of what kind of word we are using. As we said, there's the positive way or the negative way. Sometimes we lose those words or those um, slogans because they give some example with slogan. And we use, we lose it with translation. You know, you see that we have some difficulties sometimes to translate French to English. But some company did not realize that when they translate slogan, they completely change the way that they present the products. So the example that they give is uh, for Pepsi that when they translate the slogan in uh, Chinese, uh, the, the Pepsi slogan will say, Pepsi, bring your ancestor back from grave. You don't want to present your product like that. <laughs> and for Chevrolet, when they translate in Spanish uh, to present the new car, the translation is, it doesn't go. <laughs> you don't want to present a car with, it doesn't go. <laughs> but the translation, some they did Google Translate, I think. <laughs> but sometimes when you're translating something, you lose the quality of the word, the, the, the message that you want to uh, present. It's, it's all about how can... How can do I use those words? Is it great? I said I, I was freeze or <laughs> I saw you laughing of me. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was because Marie-Pierre, because she speaks next, she wasn't connected. So I oh. sent her a, a message. <laughs> I was like, I, I just said, what did I say? You see the difference when you don't understand the message, you think you're wrong. But it was not about that. It was just because Marie-Pierre was not in. <laughs> but Marie-Pierre, now that we know that we need to look what is the message that I'm sending with the word that I'm using, you can transform it, uh, and we have some some exercise that we can do. It's really funny because Marie-Pierre said, oh, my God, I, I did a research. I find some exercise, and I realized that it's the next part of the book. <laughs> so go on, Marie-Pierre. Thank you, Sabrina. It's always like that. I am so passionate when I'm doing some research. And now I discovered that I do the next chapter of the book in my research. But I love it because I know that I will uh, understand more because I will do it again and again and again. So just to do a simple exercise, if you think of the last time you were angry at someone because of something they did to you, did you find it in your memory? The last time you were angry, 
Yes? Okay. Now, ask yourself, were you really angry or were you hurt at that time? Go and write it in the comments. <laughs> I want to see your answer. So were you really angry or were you hurt? I think for a lot, everyone will write hurt. Absolutely. And just by asking that question, you will reevaluate the situation. And when you select the new word and say, yes, I was hurt, you will see instantly that if you think about this memory, you will drop in intensity in, the, in this memory. So it will be a lot easier to deal with hurt than to deal with hanger. So just a simple example, hanger versus uh, being hurt. So similarly, you can try lowering your emotional intensity in all area that maybe you you not have a uh, think about uh, first. So for instance, instead of using the phrase, I'm starving to death, what if instead you say, I feel a little hungry? Just like Sabrina said, a little bit of that, a little bit of that. <laughs> I feel a little hungry. So by using that, you will discover that you can lit literally lower the intensity of your appetite in a matter of moments. So sometimes people overeat simply out of an habitual pattern of whipping themselves into an emotional frenzy. And part of it starts with the language they use cons consistently. So <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of nan 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 Okay, so when you use a, a metaphor to liken your experience to something, you create an image that amplifies the power of your description. So, for example, when people are stressed at work, they often say that they are struggling to stay above water. So, just consider the image in this metaphor. So, gasping for air as constantly rising water threatens to drown you. So this imagery associates immense pain with your work. So however, you can use uh, that disempowering metaphor. You could use instead say that you're climbing the ladder, the ladder of success, which puts you in a more empowered position to tackle the task in front of you. So your focus is to use empowering metaphor so as powerful as words are on their own, there are even more potent tools for empowerment or disempowerment as a metaphor. So if you want to improve the way you experience life, there's are, and there are several strategies you can use to adjust your habitual metaphor. So first, since the metaphor evokes vivid mental image, overcome a disempowering metaphor by changing the imagery. So it may sound simple, but this small act will change the image in your head, which is enough to shift your emotion and put you in a more uh, empowered mindset. Number two, when you are someone you are with, use a metaphor, stop and ask yourself whether that metaphor ac accurately represents the situation. So if not, brainstorm a more empowering metaphor. So for example, if you become frustrated with a project at work and exclaim that you've hit a, a dead end, consider whether there are truly no option left or if you need to think outside the box. And number three, 
replace this inferring metaphor with positive one. So for example, instead of calling your husband your ball and chain, call him your partner or your better half. So just change your uh, metaphor. So now we close that chapter. So it's your chance to take the control and notice the word that you use actually and replace them with the ones that will empower you raising or lowering the emotional intensity as appropriate. So I'm hoping that you will use that <laughs> metaphor and we will cover next week uh, most of the metaphor and I think it will be for the next month. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Maripia. It's really funny. Today we have, um, I think, bloopers because people write and comment really funny morning. Yeah, it, the funny morning is linked to uh, we're not able to using our word and uh, <laughs> bloopers morning. But I, I think it's linked to what we are presenting what is the message that you want to give and what are those words that you're using to give this message? What is representing you and what are those metaphors that you can use? It's uh, at home. My husband always explains stuff to the kids with metaphor. All his life is <laughs> presenting in metaphor. So, but it's it's the way that he teach. It. When he was teacher, he was using metaphor to present mathematics. But it, it was his way to presenting the different way. And yes, Marie Pierre, it's it's lower the emotion that we can have uh, with something or bring a positive emotion with something. Just because. Um, Just when you're you're sick, if you're sick but you're giving a name to your disease, it's it's less uh, <laughs> scared uh, to have the name to your disease because it's just metaphor that you are using. So this week you need to find what are those labels that you want to have to define yourself, and maybe find some metaphor to help you to uh, bring positive in your life. So thank you, everyone. We are switching to the French part. So if you want to really understand what we wanted to say, just go in French part with us. And see you uh, next week. Tomorrow it will be uh, Marie-Pierre and um, I think Melanie uh, Miller again. So have a good day. Now we need music, GP. <laughs> 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 <laughs>